<laughs> Welcome to season two of the life of an ex-athlete. Um, we are officially back, y'all. Um, and I just want to say, I am so grateful. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I am so grateful I didn't have to fight and and oh y'all just don't know. <laughs> y'all just don't know. We're gonna give you this great content though. We're gonna give you this great content though. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna have y'all follow the life of the next athlete on Instagram. Uh, this is a very, very important season. Um, not just because you're gonna get all this fire from me and my uh new co-host. New co-host, hey. <laughs> new co-host. <laughs> Not just because you're gonna get all this fire, but because of where we are in society right now, we're gonna have very important talks in this conversation. In this conversation, we're gonna have very important, important talks and very important questions that need to be answered and asked and conversed about. So, before we get started, you know the routine. I need y'all to leave a review. Spotify, Apple Music. I need y'all to leave them reviews, y'all. I need y'all to leave these reviews. Let me know, because I didn't spent some money this year, okay? <laughs> I spent some money this year on this podcast. Let me know I'm doing okay. Let me know. Talk to me. Um, Subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. The more you subscribe, the more people get to see it. And the more people get to see it, the bigger we get. And then it's really going to be a situation that they cannot even fathom that came out of nowhere, Cleveland, Ohio, you know? So um, I need y'all to do that for me. I need y'all to do that for me. Y'all know who it is. It's, it's King T. Um, I appreciate y'all. No music this time. I don't know what we're going to do with the intro, but what we're going to do right now, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to introduce to you one of the most beautiful, intelligent ex-athletes I may have encountered in my lifetime. Um, and I want to say this. Uh, where my mind is, is 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 everywhere. But just to focus in on how important she is to everything that I've done thus far when it comes to this podcast, it is literally unfathomable. Like you wouldn't even understand if I tried to tell it. I I could be here three hours just telling you how much she's done for me personally on this podcast. But with no introduction, with no more introduction, I have. My friend, my fellow co-host, Miss Shanita Westbrooks in the motherfucking building. Hey y'all, it's me. I'm so excited to be on season two. And I'm ready to talk about some important topics and let's get it turned up in here. Okay, so uh we got the we got the pleasantries out the way, right? Um what I want to get into is who is Shanita Westbrooks. Um, for the people who may not know, who may not have listened last season, we're going to get some new people because you bringing some fire, okay? You got some people firing at my DMs already. Like, where is she at? Yeah. Um, but what I want to know is, who is who is Shanita Westbrooks? Um, well, I am a very genuine person. So, But um, on the real note, though, um, I am someone who... Um, is definitely a people person. Um, I love working with youth and encouraging youth, um, driving them and pushing them to um, levels that they didn't know they were capable of going. Yes. Um, I love to promote 
um, black businesses, small businesses, um, especially now with with what is going on. I think it's important to make sure we're putting our dollars um, into black businesses. Um, I'm just a caring person, um, very versatile, mm-hmm. um, very open minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, and I also love track. If you didn't know, of course, I used to oh, run track. Course. So of course. I love getting back to that and um, definitely developing and like teaching the upcoming generations. Cause when we leave, they got to take over. They got to take over. They so, got to. They got to. So um, where I want to start is um, your training. Mm-hmm. Um, so you train youth. Do you train older people too? Like if I want to. I don't do adults. No. You don't do adults. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay, that's important. Um, why did you choose that? Why did you want to work with kids so much? Um, to me, um, like when I coach, it's not just coaching or training. Um, it's also like mentorship. Mm-hmm. And I believe that um when you hit youth early, um, you can stop a lot of things that, you know, they may run into. You can't necessarily change uh, you know, what is meant for them, but as far as like different negative paths of just having a mentor in my, their lives is important. So I prefer to work with youth because um, sometimes adults can be um, in, stuck in their ways. So Don't I know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, so when it comes to training, how would you, let's say a mother of two or three wants to get her kid into a personal one-on-one training? How would they get to you? Um, if they wanted to book a session, they would do so at um, mindswithmotives.com. Um, and then and then the booking section um, is in a drop-down. So you kind of can just book um, based on um, either... Well, if it's two to three kids, you can do a group session. If you wanted um, a personal session for a child, they can just do a personal session, depending on... Uh, what type of training they'll need because um, I offer like all around like uh, track training or if it's just like maybe blocks you want to focus on or even if you kind of just want to keep your child active because mm. that's been um, more of the majority uh, thing going on for younger children this summer so a lot of parents just want to keep their kids active so you can also do that but yes um, in the booking section okay so minds with motives that's yeah. all one word yes one word yes She's official, y'all. Yes. This is an official thing. Okay. So um, what is Minds with Motives? Um, it's crazy because I've been thinking of this for a while. Um, so the concept behind it is basically, you know, these young minds, they have so many different motives. Um, and I think that well, I know that, you know, our minds um basically dictate a lot of things that we do because our mm-hmm. mind, you know, controls the steps that we try to make. So um, minds with motives is basically young mo- young minds mm-hmm. following positive motives and heading towards positive motives, what, whatever on, that may on, be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that one more time. <laughs> Say that one more time for the people because I like that. Yes. So um, it's young minds, you know, following their motives. So in the positive light. So whatever that may be. But on their terms. Mm. That's the thing. That's nope, important. Not what their parents want, not what their teachers want, not what their coaches want, but what they are interested in. And how can I get them there? Okay, so when when it comes to mentoring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel like you can positively mentor an, a child um, who may not have the best circumstances at home? Um, I think it's important to um, put them in 
situations to where they can see that there's another um, avenue. Mm. So, um, for example, even if that's simply, if like, for example, it could be a low-income ch- uh, child, which I prefer to work with, but, you know, I'm open to anybody. But I love taking, um, you know, those those children only because of the fact that, like, I want them to see that there's so much more to life and that just because you're in this temporary circumstance right now, that does not dictate your future. So, I like, you know, take them with me, maybe to, even if it's to go get our nails done or something like that, or even as, if it's um, me introducing them to someone who may be um, doing what they want to do when they grow up. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing too, like connecting them to the right people, because mm. I mean, that's very important. So. That's huge. That may be the difference between them knowing the person they need to know yes, and going the next five, 10 years and trying to figure it out. Um, yes. I mean, I know how much time I've wasted just trying to figure out who I need to know, you know? Uh, I think that's that's great. That's great. And um, if anybody out there, you know, that has a young youth that needs that training, that needs that mentorship, definitely, definitely tap in with my co-host, because she's amazing. Thank you. Um, all right. So, you got a few things. Yes. <laughs> you, got a few, you got a few things. Busy. You're a busy person. So... Um, with that being said, what made you so want to be so active? Um, it the the main thing is is that I really don't want to work for anybody. Um, so the bomb she's dropping in the first ten minutes <laughs> yes, is literally sure. something that I was hoping for. Yes, it's just I've always like just growing up like I all I all, I've always been a go getter and I always you know I've always said I want to have my own something. Yes. Um. So you know I've worked in just different uh, settings, careers, etc. Mm-hmm. Um. But you know you just know you're not happy, and I feel like me uh, working in my passions and doing what I love like makes me happy. Oh, so um, much. That's so, why I'm so happy to be back. Yes. Y'all don't understand how much I need y'all. <laughs> Come on, we need each other. We need each other. Like in this 2020, y'all, it's just been a whirlwind. And and we did get some new mics. I did want to point that out. We did get some new mics. We did get some new equipment. So uh give us some give us some time with the adjustment with the sounds and may levels may be a little bit different. Sound may be a little different. We adjusting. So we wanna um we did a lot of pre-recording, trying to get this fresh recording, but you just got to go do it sometimes. And that's one of my whole things when it comes to um, being an entrepreneur, being a, a person who is willing to fail is I'm, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go and I'm not going to worry about every little thing that may stop me from getting to the ultimate goal because the ultimate goal is the important part. Mm-hmm. And then what you learn throughout that is the lessons you were supposed to, you you needed anyway. So I don't try to look too much. I, I try to be detail oriented and prepared, but you know things happen. So um, I'm just grateful to be back, y'all. Y'all just don't understand. I I love this podcast. I love where it's it it, it went. I love where it went. Thank y'all. One point three. We have been gained. Look, Ooh, let's go. One point three k. And I only yeah. put out 25 and I haven't recorded since March. Y'all, I just don't understand how much that much means to me. And I really thought I was going to lose everybody when I stopped recording. But it's just like, no, it was meant to be. It's what's meant to be. Okay. And I'm I'm, I'm so grateful for that. So um, switching switching kind of lanes on what she does here. Miss um, Shanita, 
she does a lot. So she has this this brand that just relaunched yes. re- recently. We're not going to give them the exact date. Yeah. We don't want to <laughs> tell them when we were recording. <laughs> but um, it just did a relaunch. Um, and that is Affirmations by Wes. Yes. What is that whole concept about? Um, so affirmations comes from um, positive affirmations. Um, this is something that I literally read and wake up to every day. Um, it helps me um, get my day started, kind of reading positive affirmations, putting those positive thoughts in my head. I really do believe that um, the way you start your morning can sometimes dictate your, you know, the, the rest of the day. Not all the time, but I make sure that my thoughts are positive, at least starting off the day. Um, so the affirmations come from that. Um, my last name is Westbrook. Mm. Okay, with the S. Mm. So that's the by West. Um, and then recently I've added health and beauty since now it is um, officially a business business. We official now. We and, offic- uh, Yes. Look, got a got a website too, right? Yes, I have a website. So what is that website? That is Affirmation. So that's A-F-F-I-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. B Y W E sorry W E S T dot com. So that is affirmations by West dot com, all one word. So we have a true entrepreneur here who's doing it right and who is building it from the ground up. So you you hear how she said relaunch. Sometimes the first time you try something, you gotta get the kinks out. Yes. You gotta get you gotta you might not have it all together, but you gotta start. Because then you get the ball rolling and then things start to kind of put themselves in place and people start to come out of nowhere and help. And so that's why getting started uh, for an athlete is so important. It is just it's so vital because if you never start, you can never get to the finish line where you're where you're trying to go. Come on. Oh my goodness. Come look, on. Look, she boosted me, y'all. Let's she go. boosted me, <laughs> y'all. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a different, different, different season. I am I'm just so grateful to have her. I mean, when when you talk about affirmations, I did want to point out uh I believe you cannot control what happens to you during the day. Mm-hmm. But you can control your reaction exactly. to what happens to you in the day. And with that being said, the affirmations just put that that light yes. in your mind to whatever happens that day. You know, out of outside of, you know, perishing, because we don't want that. Yeah. But uh with the the day to day with things going on, um this, the way you start your mornings can definitely dictate how you react yes. to how the day take what where the day goes. Um, I try to I work nights, so my mornings are my nights. But I still love to wake. I still love to when I get off, watch the sunrise, mm-hmm. and it puts things a lot of things in perspective. Because when you're when you're up that early, a lot of people aren't up. And it really lets you um, develop the thought processes that kind of flow you into the next day. Even though when you wake up, it is the middle of the day. Um, You kind of like wake up with some peace because you don't have to, you're not really with the hustle and bustle of the traditional nine to five, but you still can flow into whatever happens 
within that because you still got to deal with traffic. You still got, you know, you still got to deal with those things, the little things that you, that you're dealing with when you're going into work and they're coming home and they're trying to race down and you just trying to cruise in (laughs) and all of that. But yes, I think that is very important. Um, So is there anything else that I am missing that you would like to speak on that you do, that you would like to, you know, start telling the people to get to know you better? Um, so, okay, this is the life of the XFD, of course. So, um, soon I will actually be assisting, uh, Beffer's track team as the, uh, so, yes, 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 yes. the field that I just love, like, I love coaching, um, I just love track, um, and definitely, uh, been able to coach at Bedford, uh, with an awesome head coach, so, um, that should be dope coming up, and then I just want to say for those who are in currently in school because I'm currently working on my master's in sports management. Um, y'all keep fighting. I know it's difficult. I know it's a difficult time right keep now. Keep fighting. Um, keep for fighting. me, I know I want to quit often, but I just know that um, I'm, I'm um, urging or go- heading towards becoming an athletic director. So I know that um, one, there is a lack of African-American athletic directors and definitely women. So I am definitely trying to break those big moves. Um, barriers. And, yes, and those barriers. So just keep fighting. So that was pretty much it. I'm just I'm just busy and excited. So that's amazing. And we have such a um a great a gratefulness when it comes to uh being at a place that you can see it, but you still gotta fight for it. Yes. It's 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 a gratefulness in that because then you get that hunger back. You get that, and that's what athletes almost that's what we I don't even know the word, but that's what we, you know, we. It's in us. It's in us. Yeah. It's literally it's in, us. in us. It's literally sure. in us, and it is something that we, as athletes, have to continue to get when it comes to our day to day lives, and that's really how this whole thing started for me, as far as life and next athlete is finding something that you're willing to almost die for, you know, mm-hmm. like and just and and, and go hard for and 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 strive for a a better tomorrow. Um, so I'm just, I'm about to take this sip of water because I am thirsty, but I am thirsty because I am so happy to be back. Y'all yes. don't understand. I'm excited. Season two. Let's get it. Season two. So um so season two. What what what's what's gonna be different about season two, huh? What what do y'all think season two is gonna be about? So season one, right? Season one was about the characteristics almost of an athlete and kind of the makeup. Um, you know, you get a little bit of confidence here, a little bit of uh, roadblocks there, a little bit of, um, you know, dealing with schools, dealing with teammates. And it kind of builds this this kind of person that when you first started that sport and when you finally hang up them cleats, you're a completely different person. But in between that, so many things happen that you might have you might have found your best friend in, you may have found your worst enemy in, you may have found the the competitor inside of you, you may have found what you didn't like, you may have found what you loved. I mean, all of these things happen in the span of a career when it comes to an athlete that it just has to be, you know. I, for me, it felt like it just had to be talked about. It had to be talked about, and it had to be. Um, championed almost because it was like um 
yeah, you have the um, you know, the the final goodbyes when you're talking about at the college collegiate level. You have the, you know, the final ceremonies when it comes to senior day and you have the uh, so you know basically they're telling you it's coming to an end. So basically they're telling you that, but um what they don't tell you is that feeling starts to leave you. It, it starts to leave you. And uh, if you don't have something that you were already doing or that you have passions about, it you almost find you almost find yourself lost mm-hmm. um, and lost in the world at 22. And it's like, damn, I thought I knew myself by now. <laughs> like, I thought I knew who I was going to be or where I was going. But this, this sport was so much of me that I didn't know that at all. I didn't know myself at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I wanted to go at all. And then it's almost like, and, and some people look at it differently. Don't get me wrong. But at, at some point for me, it was like, it's a blank canvas, right? But all I want to do is repaint the sport. Like, mm-hmm. All I, I want to do is put the cleats back on and start over. Like, that's what my canvas is going to be all over again. But so that's where this kind of idea created. It was like, okay, I might not be able to physically go out there and be in the games because my eligibility is up, but I can talk about it. I can yes. talk about my experiences. I can relive those days. I can talk to the people who did it as well. And I can talk to the people who I never got to speak to when I was doing it and get their insight. And they're still doing it. So that's why I'm truly grateful for finding this podcast and founding it. Um, it is it is definitely um, one of those things that brought me out of a really the sunken place, I would yes. say. It brought me out of one of those sunken places in, in my day, in my life, that um, I didn't know I was going to be in. I had just graduated college. I, you know, they they make it seem like that's just, you know, you, you come in, you come 100K strong after Man, that. Yeah, you get that degree and it's like, oh, job or career, that's all go. Now, but now you got to wake up every day. You got to wake up every day at at. at Whatever time they tell you to be there. <laughs> and um and you know, you're used to it when it comes to when you come when it when it comes to being an athlete, but even, but you don't get that game day either. You don't get that game day where it's like, well, you know, check day is kind of game day because you know you be turned, but look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, but but no, you don't get that that day to, to suit up and and just be and 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 everything that you work for to showcase that you right. don't get that. Um, but what you do get is a lot of bills. Mm-hmm. Um, you get uh, you don't get a lot of free time. Uh, you get a lot of you know you get a you get a lot of life now. And um, I think that's what I've learned over this last two years is um, life does continue to go on. Let me. Cause I don't know how bad I am right now. Let me turn me down a little bit. Ugh. All right. So um, yeah, that's a little bit better. I don't want to blow y'all heads off right now. <laughs> but um, but life, you know, life comes 
And and I, I feel like life comes in increments and in stages where you have to uh, re rediscover things and refine uh, your purposes in life. Um, and I really believe that me speaking is one of my purposes. Um, so with that being said, season two. Yes. Season two is already different. We already got a whole nother person in here. Y'all ain't just got to listen to me no more. Okay. It's, look. <laughs> It's already about to be some craziness because we be wilding. Yes. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's y'all, y'all won't y'all understand. Y'all understand. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a vibe. And um, also, season two is going to come with a lot of serious conversations. Um, we're going to talk about some things here. We're going to talk about, you know, what's going on in this world. We're going to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about covid 19 and the effects that it had on athletes and the effects that it had on ex-athletes and the effects it had on the world and we're gonna um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about some things we're also gonna talk about you know contract negotiations um i've i never heard not one person speak on contract negotiations growing up um but this is but these type of things i i i believe that it it translate passports because you could be working, you could be fully qualified for a job and they lowball you. If you don't know how to negotiate, they're gonna take, they gonna, you're gonna take whatever they give give you if you don't know no better. But if you know better and you know your worth, you're gonna negotiate everything that you want out of that contract. So we're gonna talk about those things. We're gonna talk about, you know, being a um a student athlete. And I didn't really speak on that a lot last season, but being a student student athlete not just an athlete being a student athlete and how important that is to be able to balance because as an athlete if you know how to balance you could take that into the world and do four or five different jobs four or five different businesses and thrive in all of them because you know how to time manage Mm -hmm. you know how to budget you know how to not overexert because you know prioritize I mean, the things we can, the things we gonna speak on this season, y'all, is gonna be very, 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 very intriguing and conversationalized. So, what I want y'all to do, and what I want this thing to do this season, is really I want y'all to come and 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 whatever y'all have in y'all mind of what y'all would want us to talk about, let us know. Let us know in the comments. DM us. Uh, the Life of an Ex Athlete, you can DM, DM me personally, underscore King T. You can DM us um, and let us know what you would like to hear on this podcast. But um, with that being said, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into a little topic. We're gonna get this this episode ain't gonna be too long. We're gonna get into a topic today. Uh, we're gonna get into a topic of being a student athlete. I just spoke on that, but um, we're gonna get into it a little bit in our experiences. So I want to start with you, Miss. Miss Westbrooks, what was, how was your, how did you juggle being a student athlete when you went to Kent State? And then I want you to go back and talk about high school and how you had to transition. Okay, so my first year, when I first became a student athlete at Kent, it was very difficult because one, you got all this time, you don't have to go to class, nobody's forcing you, Um, you know, it's, a lot of pressure to, you know, try to perform at the highest level, plus make sure you're also having the grace, of course, to 
it wasn't even necessarily staying um, eligible. That wasn't the issue, but it was just the fact that like you want to see the grades that you have been making in high school as well. So you are hard on yourself. So um, Mm -hmm. it was definitely an adjustment because um, when we had finals, somehow they were always on the week of our conference meet. So here we are. True, man. Oh my god! Like just imagine being on the bus, like going to your conference, trying to get ready for that, and then oh snap, I gotta turn in a whole paper, or I gotta turn in a test or an essay. Like tests don't be short. Essay don't be short. Essay be five, ten pages. Like just long for no reason. Like they want a twelve-page paper on the clouds. Like (laughs) this is what college is, y'all. Like come on. So um, it was definitely an adjustment. Um, it took me probably into like the middle of my sophomore, sophomore year to finally get it, but it taught me so much. Um, definitely, again, like you said previously, um, you take that into like your adult life uh, moving forward after college, and it definitely um, has helped me tremendously. Uh, from high school, I didn't have no time management, but it was I felt like it was a lot easier um, because um, training is completely different as well. Like at least for me. Um, Training was definitely harder in college. So that's also a big thing because your body changes. Uh, so you're sore more often. So then it's like, okay, I got to deal with it, make sure I'm taking care of myself mm-hmm. and make sure I make sure my grades up compared to when I was in high school. It was like, okay, I got fast feet. That's good enough. You know, like yeah. I'm quick. I know that that's going to get me to college, but I, I wasn't ready. I went to class today. Yes. I know I'm going to get a beat. I know I'm going exactly. to get one. You I know, know I'm good. So it was just like that type of thing. And that was the huge transition, I feel like, though. Definitely um, just the balance. Yeah. But once you get that balance, though, oh, my God, it makes a huge difference. Okay, so stop right there. That's what I want to – I'm going to even write that down. We're going to stop at the balance because I'm going to speak on mine a little bit. Um, But, but yeah, so um, for me, being a student athlete, um, I didn't take serious. I didn't take it seriously Mm -hmm. um, until my sophomore year of college. Um, Seriously. Seriously. High school was high school. You yeah. know, it's 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 it has its moments. You know, it, it does get difficult. <laughs> and we th- and we think everything is about to end when things don't work out. <laughs> but, but um but when you look back at it, it's like uh high school was very easy. Man, <laughs> when you do the comparison, <laughs> when you look at things, high school was very easy, but high school was uh, a time where I um, was solely focused on athletics. Um, that was my, that's why I went to school. That if we didn't have practice, I wasn't coming. <laughs> and you think, I'm, you think I'm playing. No, I know you're serious. I get it. <laughs> I got dead ass. Um, but yeah, so I was, uh, I, I was doing that. I was doing that since middle school. I have been finessing um, every time. <laughs> It, it was bad, but but that's what made me kept stay in sports yeah. as well. So um, when it came to offseason, there was none. Um, and I think that was important for me because it kept me uh, – that was the one thing that athletics did for me in high school. It kept me on the straight and narrow because mm-hmm. I could get myself in trouble um, easily. Um, I'm, a, I'm a very interesting person when it comes to being by myself. I can just find myself in situations I never thought possible. And I was like, how did I get here? Right. I don't even remember. Okay, but we got to get out. We got to get back home. We got to find a way. <laughs> we got to get back home. Um, so, in high, so in high school, um, sports kept me safe 
if if that's lack of a better term. It kept me safe and it kept me responsible. And it taught me how to value things. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, transitioning into college, I thought I could do the same thing. Turns out I couldn't. Uh, first semester, I don't even know if I spoke on this last season. Last season, first semester, I, I failed my first class ever. I got close in high school. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I got close. But not this damn close. I failed. <laughs> like, like, it wasn't even a close <laughs> She was like, "Yeah, don't even show up for the right. final. Like, there's no extra credit, nothing. Like, it's bad out here for you right now. But, um, you gotta fail. That is, I think that was one of the most pivotal moments in my young life, um, because I never truly failed and had to live with it. Like, I had to live with it so much. I had to retake the same class with the same teacher, and I was like, Ooh, same teacher. I'm with the same." Teacher, we learning the same thing. Same test, and I still don't get it. <laughs> I still don't get it. So I had to. What I had to do, I had to. Um, I had to stay after. I had to stay after. I had to stay after class. I had to stay. I had to talk to her. I had to, you know, be buddy buddy. I had to become teacher's pet. Come on. I bought a couple apples. Come on. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey. Hey. I got, the, do? I got the CEDO. I got the CEDO. Let's go. <laughs> I, but no. Okay. So with that, um, that taught me after my first semester was I have to be a student. I have to be a student. I can't just be an athlete. I can't do that anymore. I can't get away with just showing up. I didn't, I didn't go. Now, for some athletes, and I know some, if you're good enough, you can just be the athlete and get away with it. But I don't know if that's good. Um, it might be fun, but I don't know if that's good. But for me, I was just good enough to get in the door at first. So I had to fight for everything that I was, that I was quote unquote given. Mm-hmm. Um, but I earned it, but I had to fight for it. So what that taught me uh, consistency. It taught me consistency. It taught me determination. It taught me all those words I was using last last season. It taught me those things to be um, to be able to balance being a student and still being an athlete. And I think that has taught me so much to even being a worker, an employee, and still being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Because you still have to make your money. And, but you also have, but you also have to still fight for your dream. Mm-hmm. You should never let the world, even if it's your own people, stop you from fighting for your dreams. Mm-hmm. Because your dreams can turn into their reality Come on. and change their lives, Come and on. they don't even understand it yet. But you gotta just fight. You gotta fight. So going back to the balance thing, um, for you. When did you feel like you found that balance as a student athlete? Um, I would say um, the spring semester of sophomore year. It was just, I don't know, it just kind of clicked. Wait, 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 wait. Shout out to the spring semester oh, of sophomore oh, year. Because that got me too. <laughs> okay. It just took some that time. That first year is just like. It's a complete adjustment. Like, you oh really think God. you know. Like, and then you just think you know so much and you don't know nothing. No, nothing. You don't. You don't. Like, so that was a huge adjustment. So, sophomore year, got it together. And then, plus, um, 
I had awesome coaches too who yeah. were like definitely on my back because they knew that what I should be doing. Like I was actually good at like I actually was good as far as in school though, as far as my grade. Literally just freshman year was just a bad year for me. Yeah. So like they knew something was off and like you need to get it together. One, because like you're gonna be on active probation. Oh, for sure. So and then two, I came in, so. like do you want to be on the team or not? Because and I was like, you know what? That's that's all you gotta say. That's all I need to hear. So that was probably yeah, definitely sophomore year. Okay. And um keep going. Keep okay. Going. And then um so that yeah that was probably a big suggestion. I think from there as I continue to grow as a person, mm-hmm. um, again, continue to having those mentors. I just had awesome mentors. Like, even my um, upperclassmen on my team um, pushed me. Like, that was one thing they were very good at, um, you know, making sure that anything I needed or providing me with the resources um, as far as, like, tutoring or et cetera. Resources. Yeah. That's a big, that's another big word. Um, what type of resources did you need to start becoming a success? Um as a student athlete? Um, I was, so we had, luckily we had um, this place called the ARC. So this okay. was the Athletic Resource Center. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, And it's, so all freshmen, I don't know, I can't remember from sophomore year, but we had study table, study table hours. Mm. So you have to have a certain amount of hours like per day, mm-hmm. um, per week. Um, and if you did, you, the coaches would be notified. So you can't even be sneaky. But um, we had tutors in there like often from all subjects. So it was very, they literally provided a, a awesome like opportunity for us to make sure that, you know, any type of help we needed, it was there. So yeah. we had literally a system just for athletes though, specifically for athletes. Um, and then uh, we also had like, our library was really great just as far as like uh, tutoring resources. Like, mm-hmm. So we had a lot of, we had a center called the Success Center. So this center was really specific for career building, resume writing, um time management so how many teammates did you see actually going in there and using those resources um i would say a majority of percent because that's amazing yeah one thing that we were never afraid of we always made sure like if we don't know we don't know and we don't get like you know we gonna go ahead and get Mm -hmm. help but yeah at least on my team like definitely a majority of a few some of us some of them was even tutor Wow. Yeah, so. so it was a little different on my team. Okay, so tell um, me about your experience. So I don't know if this is uh where the whole football players are um a little slow <laughs> uh thing comes from, but I just think sometimes we work our bodies so much and we just get hit a lot mm-hmm. that um all that talking to somebody else. <laughs> It's not what we try to do in our spare time. Um, and I think there was, there was definitely a division when it came to people who were on their shit when it comes to uh, academics and people who were not. Okay. And that's why our GPA was such in the middle. Okay. Um, be, and I think, and again, you spoke on most of your teammates taking advantage of the resources. Um, I would agree to most of my teammates taking advantage of them, even when they didn't want to, they still did. But I know for a fact that they were a good chunk. And sometimes it was our best players that did not. And um, they didn't feel like they needed to. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when you're talking about uh, me personally, um, I had to, I think it be, I think it starts to become like all right do you want to do you want to be do you want to stay at this school 
or do you want to go home? Mm -hmm. And the thing was, some people didn't care about going home. Some people didn't care about the opportunity that was presented to them. Some people didn't weren't weren't in in weren't mentally uh, pressed on at home growing up that college was important, getting your degree was important, graduating was important. No, they were great athletes, and it got them to this point. But they never really wanted to be there in the first place. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to go to the league anyway. Um, and at some point, uh, for me, that was always my goal. But at some point, and it was around that sophomore year, where I was like, well, if this doesn't happen, where am I going to go from here? What am I going to do? What am I going to be able to say I learned? Mm-hmm. And did I just waste my time? That's the big scene, time wasting. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, yeah, college athletes. Yeah, we waste a lot of time. I know we think we just be doing so much, but we play the game a lot. We play the game a lot. I yep, know. Y'all do. Because I didn't even have a system, <laughs> and I played every day. I know. So you can't get over on me. It's just not. It's just not gonna go. Um, but uh, but no, I think that is, I think that is very important. So uh, now I want to get into this hypothetical that I, I that I'm glad that is not a reality for us um, because I think it is a very interesting time right now. Um, but hypothetically, if you are a student athlete right now in 2020. Let's say it was your junior year. Um, you kind of, you still have a year left. Uh, how would COVID nineteen to you affect you personally? Next, let's say, and I even uh, help with the scenario. Let's say that your school still has a sports team. Mm-hmm. Let's say that you can go in and yeah, you gotta do all the tests, um, and you can speak on that as part as well. But um, you got to do all the tests, um, but you can stay on campus. Um, how would it, how would you think it may affect you when it comes to being a student? Um, I just feel like it would affect me a lot because, okay, I can do half half. So for the most part, I can do online classes, but right now that's the thing. Most of them are online. Mm-hmm. Like their teachers are, they're just on campus. So for me, I feel like, Especially for certain subjects like math, I need to physically see a teacher like break it down. Yeah, break it down for me because even if I'm online, right, and we got Zoom or whatever they use, whatever um system they use, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if I have a question, like it's gonna start to get annoying though. If I keep stopping like the class, she's trying to teach, she's already teaching through a computer, and I'm like, I have a question because I will ask. Oh, 100%. like if I have a question, I'm going to ask. So that's the part for me. I think you're missing that whole teacher student like ratio as far as like you guys making that connection and i know like some people say you know that the professors are you just a number but like i can't our teachers really did care about us yeah. so um that will be like a huge transition especially if i'm a junior knowing that previously this is how it was and yes. then now i have to redirect my learning style yeah so it's a i think that would just be a huge adjustment and it would definitely be um all up here mentally because i would definitely have to get in focus mode understand like I can't change what's going on, but I have to figure out ways to cope, um, figure out ways to adjust and understand that I have to just redirect, you know, redirect my um, learning style. But I think it just it would be very difficult. I agree. And what do you think that um, you would be more successful or less successful in this 
in this time we are right now? I'm not going to say less, but I'm going to say um, definitely more barriers because I feel like, you know, success is what you make it and it's all about how you go get it. So mm. at the end of the day, you have to, like when I, I always talk about adjustment because it's really adjustment. So like even though this is going on, if I want to be successful, I'm going to do whatever is necessary based on what I'm given to make sure that I'm going to be successful, whether this is here or not. And do you think as an athlete, you better know how to adjust? Uh, definitely. Um, now, I think that is it more so a hindsight is twenty twenty when you're looking back as an athlete, or is it when you were an athlete you could adjust better? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that um when I was maybe like my junior senior, I was able to adjust just because my mindset was different. Yes. Um, and like now in twenty twenty, um. Just if I'm thinking as an athlete, um, I thought like it would just be a little harder. I agree. Yeah, but um, I think I would still have the drive, of course, but just more difficult because it's just a transition, and transitions are difficult all the time. All the time. Yeah, um, I would say that for me, I would, I would be, I would, it would be one of those, it would be another one of those, um, like points in my life where Mm -hmm. I would have to make that big decision. Like, am I going to lock in or am I going to let this, or am I going to just scrape by? Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, if I was to go back in my, coming into my junior year, um, I had a lot of aspirations when it comes to sports. I still had all the fire, all the desire to be, um, you know, the big time player that I always wanted to be. And I was coming off my first um, uh, semester on the Dean's List. So I was already locking in and then boom, you know, it was like, boom, now everything's changed. But um, I think for me, it would, it would be, it would be easier Um, because I liked online classes um, I didn't really care for my teachers that much. Not at my school, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and truthfully, I could finesse better. I could finesse easier when it comes to online. I have never failed an online class Come in on, my open life. Book. Open book every <laughs> test. Don't play with me. You can't do that. Yes. Close a book where? Okay. <laughs> like, Quizlet who? <laughs> Come on, now. Look. Now we know about that quiz now. Like, we giving the game <laughs> But this is for athletes, though. You know, we 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 have to, and and like you said, it's about adjusting. So if adjusting means um, all online classes, then I think I would miss out on some of the interactions I would have with my classmates. Yeah, and I would hate that, only because I would I can I can do both. You know, I can be secluded. Um, but then when I pop back out, it's awkward for me at first, mm-hmm. or I could be all, you know, in people faces and laughing and joking, but then at a the time I get worn out. Um, so being so being that I would still be on a football team. And at that time, my team wasn't my favorite place to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a, it would be, it would be a frustrating time. It would be a frustrating time when it comes to. Um, trying to stay focused because I would feel, I feel like I would be in a very lonely state. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. Um, I think the best, I think, uh, 
we have to do what we have to do. But you know, um, it would be rough. So I to all the to all the freshmen, juniors, seniors, high schoolers, um, we I'm not in it, but I I I, I wanna say I, I'm here for your um I'm here for you and I know this gotta be tough. I know it gotta be rough. I know you wanna be around your peoples all the time. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, but uh, we shall get through this. This won't be forever. Um, things will, some things will, may not ever go back to where it was. But just like how the internet took over by, took everybody by storm, and now we can't stay off our phones, we will adjust to life after COVID 19. And I truly believe that. Um, and I think that was a great topic to talk about. Um, so coming to an end, you know how we do. Um, please follow the IG page, the Life of the Next Athlete, for all the updates, conversations, uh, new posts, and just, you know, looking at me and my beautiful co-host. Yes. We just, I just, we take a lot of pictures and we're going to post them. Okay. <laughs> and that's on that. And that is on everything. Um, also. Um, Twitter. I'm not making a Twitter yet. Um, we got to grow a little bit first, but um, if you want to have a conversation on Twitter with me, you can follow me. Follow me at underscore King Teeth. What's your Twitter? It is Shanita set, underscore Shanita 77. Yes. Um, hashtag X athlete. And that is hashtag X athlete. Literally X athlete. Not EX ex-athlete and talk to us um talk to us about anything you would want to hear on the podcast talk to us about the podcast you heard last week and the conversations we've had let us know what's going on let us know um how could we be better how could we do things differently what you want to hear things like that um now we have a new <clears throat> we have a new uh what is it a new segment we have a new segment to introduce um and I think that the segments we had last last season were great, and we're gonna keep a couple of those. Don't get me wrong, but I think this is a very important uh, segment to put out right now, which is um, Ohio Ohio Trainer Spotlight of the Week. Um, and before I even put out the first one, right? We're gonna do that in a second. But before I put out the first one, um, any af- any trainers out there that listen to this podcast. DM me, DM the podcast, DM me, and let me know you would like to be one on, on our spotlight of the week. Um, because this is not, I did not, the people I have on my list already, I did not reach out to them and tell them anything. They just gonna have to listen because I want to, I'm, I'm showcasing and, and, and my uh, co-hosts right here are showcasing trainers that we see working, not necessarily ones that always need a shout out or looking for a shout out. No, we looking for the people who's in the field, literally, or on the track, literally, or in the training facilities, literally. Like we're looking for them and we want to show them love and support because we understand, especially with COVID-19, it was rough. It was very rough at first. Um, Things are getting back to normal when it comes to training, but still that spotlight on Ohio trainers are important because we raw out here. We really do this thing, okay. and we really on every sport got somebody you could say came from Ohio and dominated. So, 
Our first drum roll, please. Our first spotlight of the week will be Dale Roddick. Shout out to Dale Roddick and DR Performance. This is my guy. This is one of my, my one of my closest friends, but he works his ass off. He is a director of football training at T3 Performance. Uh, he he does horsepower group train sessions. He does individual lessons and he does personal training. So, um, if you want to get with him, uh, contact him at D underscore R underscore performance. Uh, and you can, uh, I believe his Facebook is Dale Roddick. Um, but he is a great trainer. I've trained with him. He got me together a few times. He's trained people around me that love to train with him. He is really, really good. And he's serious about what he does. He takes this thing seriously. You want somebody that takes it seriously and takes your goals seriously as well. So, my guy, Dale Roddick, I appreciate you. Hope you hopefully we get you on the podcast this season. But um, much love, um, and I'll talk to you soon, my guy. So, uh, moving forward, the motivational song of the week. We're gonna get this popping, and uh, by the time y'all see this, hear this, y'all will see that season one's full list is out. And we have the podcast playlist on Spotify right now. Yes. Thanks to my girl, Shanita Westbrook. Yes. So that is out. Um, so we're just going to keep adding to it, season two. Uh, so do you have a song? I don't even know if I have a song. But I do. I, I can make one. You just make one. Okay. We got. Um, let's see. Who did came out recently that to put some fire out? Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's go down. The uh the list real quick. Um, I don't be knowing a lot of songs, you know. I listen to the radio and can't do it. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, so we gonna go with my guy Big Sean. Love him. Uh, he just put out his new Detroit Two album, and Detroit One definitely was a moment in time. So I'm thankful that he took his time for Detroit Two, and I'm thankful that. Um, he put out such a great body of work. Um, and we're going to go with this deep revenge with Nipsey. RIP to Nipsey Hustle. Yes. The, the marathon will continue, my brother. It is not, we are not letting up on these motherfuckers. Okay. All that. We not letting up. No. So, deep revenge, Nipsey Hustle. That will be week one of the podcast, Motivational Songs. If you're not inspired by that song, if you're not inspired by the meanings behind that song, oh, I don't know if you this podcast for you. Okay. But hey, you know what I'm saying? Teach his own. Um <laughs> uh, so yeah, deep revenge. Get that. It's gonna be on the playlist next week, I promise. Uh so the motivational quote, and this is this is good because uh Miss Westbrook, she makes her own. So I know she can pull one out the hat if she needs to. Uh, motivational quote of the week. What we got? What we got? Um, I'm gonna start with one, but I want one from you if you got one. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, so the motivational quote of the week that I have is, um, our strength grows out of our weaknesses. Mm. Um, and a lot of people have said it in a lot of different ways. Um, this is an essay on uh compensation that I read from the book, The Law of Success. 
Um, but I'm gonna say that again. Our strength grows mm-hmm. out of our weaknesses. Um, I can commit. I can. I can. I can get behind that. Yes, I, I agree. definitely get behind that. Do you have one for us, or are we gonna wait till next week? We are gonna wait till next week, y'all. But I do have that splash. That so, splash. I know I'll be coming. I'm gonna be coming. So. Okay. I got so. y'all next week. <laughs> Okay, so this is the life of an ex-athlete, and this is officially season two. This is the first episode in the books, y'all. I don't know how it's about to sound, but I thank y'all for being here. I thank y'all for rocking with us, and we are out of here.